Welcome to the Crafty Ass Female Podcast, an audio show that talks about the resourceful ways we women are living our lives and the crafty projects we create in between. We are your hosts, Amanda Zampelli and Kristen Tweedale, and we believe you are a capable badass who already has all the tools you need to make beautiful things and make beautiful things happen. We're just here to remind you. Hi, Amanda. Hi, Kristen. How are you? I'm a little under the weather, but I don't think it's COVID. (laughs) But I'm going to find out for sure tomorrow. Unless the rapid tests are not 100% positive, then I'll just guess tomorrow. And that's it. That's where I'm at. And it's September, and I can't believe it. How are you? It is (laughs) September. (laughs) Yeah. I read somewhere that this is the fastest, longest year ever. <laughs> it's a... Yeah. I don't even know what... I'm not even sure. Nobody's sure. Yeah. What is sure? What is... Uh, I feel like that's the newest four-letter word. <laughs> Things yeah. we're not allowed to say in the future. Sure. <laughs> yeah. So thing, things your grandmother slaps you across the face for. <laughs> My grandmother has never slapped me across the face. No. Mine either. But I've heard of some grandmas that do. Right? My and grandma's with fishers. Yeah. My grandma, speaking of grandmas, is officially back in New York. I like Ooh. there's no more. There's no more Florida. We got her out of Florida. We extracted grandma from Florida (laughs) successfully. She's in town. You'll probably hear her if you're in the tri-state area. She's very loud. (laughs) She's very loud, but doing relatively well. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a season of change. This is like the August to September calendar flip. I felt like a ton of bricks. (laughs) Like I woke up September 1st like sick. Like, and I just feel like the pressure of what is teaching. We'll find out hopefully by the end of this month because we don't we don't know right now. Will we? Right. True. And like, will teaching in September be the same as teaching in early October versus late October versus teaching in December versus teaching in January? And and like, okay, so hold on. I want to also talk about, like, no one's kids are going to be behind. Right. Because we're all behind. There is no, like, like, if you think about it, right, behind is one of those things, like, you're having a race, and that guy is running faster than you. Right. We're all going through a global crisis, and our national crisis is even worse than the global crisis and so if you're worried that you know your kid is not learning multiplication as fast as the other kid in the other place learning multiplication like that can be true to an extent but also like if you want to tease that out we can tease out how you know education across the united states and even across zip codes is not equal Right. So, you know, don't worry about your kid being behind. Right. Keep your kids safe. Be safe. Worry about your teachers being safe. 
Worry about your school support staff being safe. And just, you know, think about mental health also. Yeah. Because I know you're not feeling well, and I know you've been super stressed. And I have to imagine that that stress has not been great for your immune system. I like, it's, it's like a weird, like everyone that talk, comes on here and talks about it and that's living in life since March. Like, it's just this weird fluctuating thing because you get super stressed and then there's nothing that you can do to make yourself sure or certain or planned or prepped. So then you just have to let it go. Like, I, so I fluctuate. I fluctuate between like these super heightened anxiety moments of anxiety where I think like, how is it going to get done? How are we going to prepare? Like all this stuff, how are we going to be safe? And then I go, I guess it will work itself out. I guess we'll find out. And then like, I literally have no choice but to move to the next moment. And then it's like, I'm saying, oh, fuck it, whatever. But it's, it's because there's no other choice. And how to handle it, I feel. I'm sure a lot of people in a lot of their business, like, they feel like that. They feel like they want to make the next move. But how can you? Like, everything changes day to day on so many different levels. Correct. So, I don't and know. And I think I... one of the only things that we can do is prepare our bodies. And, you know, we can sleep. We can drink water. We can eat you know, the healthiest things that we can eat. And yeah. whether that be, you know, fruits and vegetables, whether that be local food, whether that be home-cooked food, whether that be food that you don't have to cook because you don't have time to cook, so you get takeout. Like, whatever healthiest is, and that can be, you know, emotionally healthy food. If you are working 10-hour days and your partner's working 10-hour days and you have three kids and you just need somebody else to make your food cool like you'd get hello fresh right yeah that's you know somebody else chooses what you're gonna eat that's an emotionally healthy thing so that you don't have to go through that decision fatigue well that's a good point because i feel like a lot of my like we kind of talked about this in the last few episodes we're like what we are focusing on to prep and to plan because like for me that's exactly right like it's in the tiny little things throughout my day of like, let me make sure Tom leaves this apartment to go to his job with food. Like, let's make sure when he comes back, there's food. Let's make sure we're eating right. Let's like, it is all these little tiny things that we can't control to make sure we're like, that life is as easy as possible. That like systems are set up. So when we do have to like, adjust really quickly like other things are in place so that's that's what's been going on around here and i think you just said yeah and systems is a great word for it which i think is a great way to lead into our topic today Mm -hmm. so we are going to be revisiting our one little word for the year which is fantastic this is going to tie into what we talked about last year which is september is the new january now that we are in september (laughs) so we were in we were in the michelle's episode and i was like i can't believe uh, amanda hasn't started bugging me about next year's (laughs) one little word and i have not really started thinking about my word for the year but i 
have definitely started thinking about a lot of things for 2021. Uh I've definitely started putting a lot of plans for wrapping up 2020 into place. Mm. Um, And today I wanted to talk to you about how our words have helped us bring, you know, kind of string a line through 2020 when the beginning of 2020 you know we didn't really see any of this coming yeah and i like this and still you know our words for both of us are they are like at the top of our list of things that are shining through in our lives yeah (laughs) yeah very interesting things I'm excited to jump into this episode but so your one little word for this year was connection mine was home it was you know I'll link to the episode of that um yeah just like one little word in general is running on the back burner of my consciousness like all the time all the time and we've talked about too like like, um, I don't know, just like the turn September this week. And for me, like, I really feel like this part of the year is like an embark, like, what are we embarking on? And it's like the new January, like a, a start, a better time to kind of embark. And I feel like, yeah, like, I don't want to, like, you can't rush fall to happen. It like technically didn't even happen yet, but like fall is going like I feel like we're all ready to like wrap this year up like let's go like and we're done like wrap it up like that kind of thing and so I've just been finding myself looking ahead and forward to like December daily and what what like the end reflection of this year is going to be like I've been three months ahead in my mind in that way like so I've, this past weekend, I think I've already landed on my word. I've kind of mentioned it and said it, but I've been looking for clues and trying to like journal and flesh out like, so I am going to bug you in this episode. Like, what's your word going to be, Kristen, for 2021? But no, like, this is the time of the year that my brain is ready to think about it. But especially this year because of what this year is. <laughs> so everything you said, yes, but that's also kind of where I've been, like just ready to wrap it up. <laughs> it's been a... It's, well, okay. So, yes. I also have this fear of us thinking and hoping that 2020 being over is going to be the end of all of the bad things. Right. And do you mean us, me, and you, or us, like, as Oh, no, 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 no. Us, <laughs> right. like, society. No, right, yeah. It's, it's going to linger totally into it for sure, yeah. And that has been an impact, like, that That has made an impact on, like, what I want for, like, my guiding word. And, okay, side note, I'm so glad that we get to edit silences out of my, out of this podcast because I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking, it's taking me so long to think about what I want to say. Well, I feel like what happened this year blindsided us in a lot of ways, but even if it's still lingering in 2021, we have been doing it. So it's not a blindsiding kind of... Right, it's more of an endurance thing. Right. Yes, I agree. And so what does that mean for us? Right. And 
Right, it's more of a, like, well, we know we can do this, but what does that what mean What does doing for... it look like? And, yeah. <laughs> and what do we want as we move forward? Mm-hmm. In the mess. So we were blindsided by the mess, and now we know we're in the mess. <laughs> yeah. That's how I feel about it, too. So I don't know. So, But I liked kind of where you were taking us with, like, the string. Right? Yeah, and so... Your one little word was home. My one little word was connection. And I made a lot of moves in early 2020 to do in-person connections. I thought I was going to have my, my thought, my word was going to be a lot of getting involved with things locally. I wanted to do more in-person retreats. I went to, uh, Sweetwater Floral Kaylin's Hugo retreat and I was like yes I'm gonna meet some Michigan women I'm gonna make Michigan friends I'm gonna learn more how I can do you know awesome ladies live and then some targeted uh higher end retreats where we can really dive into topics and have intimate uh more cozy cool adventurous retreats nice but yeah, that obviously was not everyone else's plan for me. <laughs> and that's fine. Yeah. You went to that retreat in February. That was the last you felt like normal thing. It was ri- literally March 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It was literally March 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. And I literally chatted with Kaylin on our one-on-one, you know, Kristen biz ideas for the future like do live retreats like you're good at it like people love them they're fantastic and you know look at this awesome venue we're at this is would be perfect and then you know no just like just get shut down (laughs) by the government like be like government no Kristen, you cannot do this um so just be like okay well thwarted once again yeah and so i you know obviously returned to my native connection of internet internet girl goes on internet and does (laughs) internet things and in march i did this internet challenge of create a thing a day for the purpose of creating content for your business Mm -hmm. And I said, okay, well, I'll do daily pages because I'm one, I'm supposed to already be doing it and I will share it as part of my content plan. And that turned into Tiffany Han telling me like, Kristen, you should do this as a daily class where people can show up because I think people need connection right now. And I was like, oh, well, yes, yes, they do. And now it is this thing that the Awesome Ladies VIP membership is is almost based around. And it's something that my day is revolved around. Mm -hmm. And now, like, my week is revolved around. And it's the thing that I do on weekdays. And it grounds my work week. And I don't do it on weekends so that I have weekends. 
That's so interesting because it's something that allows you the connection with other uh, crafty ass females and that is like the obvious piece, but it's almost like what you're saying, like the middle of a spider web and it connects all the other parts of your week. Like it's like this. So it's like even that is a connecting factor of your system. Like yes. Said. Yeah. Like I know every single day from noon to just before one o'clock, this is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And so before, if I, I need, there are things that I need to get done before noon. I can schedule some meetings. I can get things done like writing or admin work. I can get things done around the house. I can run errands if they need to be done. I really don't like running errands before <laughs> noon because I, I need to be home and here before, like, so there's mm-hmm. not really. That long line at the grocery store can't hold you back. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Um, or, you know, like traffic or any, like, weird, bizarre thing. I that That's just a, you know, try not to leave the house before that, just, just in case. Um. But I have that time space before noon. And then I have this time space after 1.30, because at 1 o'clock I go and I do an Instagram, like an IG live. Right. But I didn't start doing that until like uh, a couple weeks ago, a month ago. And I have it stacked that with my daily live lessons. And if I wanted to have it stack something else, like I can you know, have these other, like, I have another block of time after one thirty. But my daily page routine is the thing that grounds my entire Monday through Friday week. Mm-hmm. And I, that, like, that's the case for, like, a lot of people now. The people who show up to these daily pages lessons is, you know, noon is when we do this. Noon Eastern time show up, you make your daily page, you hang out with the ladies, and you show up as you are. And it's been that connection that has driven so much of what I've been doing with my business and what I've been changing with my business and what the ways that I have been moving forward with the awesome ladies. And none of that would have happened had we not been put in this situation. Yeah, and it's connected so to use a word, it's connected so much to like your purpose and kind of your mission statement that then like it, it, it's working. So like, like what you're saying, like it's just something that connect you to other people. It connected, it's the connecting glue of your, like your entire schedule. And it's connected to like what you want to do with your business. Mm-hmm. Hence, like the flow of it is working. Like I, I say all the time, like I love the story of daily pages. <laughs> like, well, and it I all, was, yeah. It's funny because I was talking yesterday um, with Katie Rose, who was on the show mm-hmm. a little while ago, about how I feel like da- uh, daily pages is the one thing in my business right now that is. I could just talk about it forever. Right. It's it's A plus material. It's ready to go. It's it's easy. It's accessible. You literally don't need anything. You could just like do it. Just yeah. you know, anyone can do it right away. Just go. And I think that's one of the things that makes it so connectable for me. 
And one of the ways that I have loved connecting with people is through just this easy, like, hey, yes, here, here are these notebooks. And the one thing that really brought this out to me was... Don't even, I mean, this had to be in February because it could not have been much later than that. There was a, you know, a little get together at the art museum where I taught my class last year. And it was for all the teachers who taught at the art museum and people who are going to be teaching in the coming next quarter. And I brought some of my daily pages. And like these two older gentlemen were very interested in them. <laughs> and I was like, oh. I love when that happens. <laughs> I'm like, if you guys are into this. <laughs> right. And you're then, not even the audience for it. <laughs> right. Like then even like, I mean, if you, like, I mean, and like, you know, they were, you know, one of them was a retired gentleman and the other one was like definitely more than 50. All right. So like older guys. And I was like, Oh, okay. If you guys like this, then it is universal. Sure. So if I, if I can, you know, if I can get you guys to be just interested in these things, like just these, the ones that I made. Right. And I didn't even explain the concept. They just look, flipped through the books. And, like, the one guy, even before he, like, he left early and made it a, like, came and found me and was like, oh, I made sure to, I'm, I'm leaving now, but I wanted to tell you your books were super interesting. Wow. So that was, like, the first spark of that that could be something. The, yeah. That, that was, I was, like, like, the first little born of Daily Pages. Yeah, that it, this was not just a thing that I was doing for myself. Right. Um, cause I brought them to the class that I was teaching and the, the ladies were like, oh, this is really cool. Like, these are really cool things. Like, do you want to teach a class on this? Or do you want to, like, even if you wanted to come back and do something like this? And I was like, yeah, these are cool. Like, but this is like, you know, I just, this is just like, I just kind of stick stickers in a notebook. Like, <laughs> you know, it's just, I, I flip a page and these are just kind of scraps. Yeah. So, but yeah. And it's so interesting, the things that we connect with people over right i agree and now that we are all stuck in this weird situation whether it be you know most of us are still stuck at home and the majority of us are stuck at home more than we want to be whether we're stuck at home you know working from home whether we're still working out we're still home a lot more than normal right and so the ability to connect through the internet, the ability to connect online, the ability to connect through social media and like truly connect is super important. And I'm really grateful for it. I'm really grateful for the ability to facilitate this connection. And I feel so, it just feels really good to be able to have all of these people feel like they're time spent with me is valued yeah 
And it's clear that you've like grown as a person in the light of this word, because in past years, you would say you would be more of like a recluse and not, you've always connected. I mean, we always tell you, like you, you always tell us like you've got, you've gone out and done scrap and stuff, but connected in a meaningful way that like aligns with your purpose. I feel like the growth has happened here as opposed to like doing things on your own. Yeah, I think that's that's one of the biggest things is that this, like, I finally feel like the Awesome Ladies Project community is what I've always envisioned it would be. Mm. And this project has definitely helped. And it, and now that I have, like, this project that's, like, this entryway, I've been able to really have this place where I can help, you know, teach classes like Find Your Voice. And, you know, it's, I have this place offline I'm not offline. I have this place off of social media where we can talk about, you know, vulnerable things. We can talk about, you know, why it feels weird and you don't know exactly how to tell your voice, how to, how to, yes, talk about your voice, how to take pictures of yourself, how to do these things because, you know, no one ever taught you how to do it. Yeah. And like you see other people doing it on social media you see other people just like quote unquote doing it with ease and you think you're just supposed to know how to do it and you know no all of these things are skills all of these things are things that people have spent years and years and years learning how to do and you know no one puts that in their caption yeah oh yeah here's just another gorgeous video of me I spent nine years, by the way, I've, been, I've spent not the last nine years figuring out exactly how to do this 15 second video with my hair yeah. gorgeous. And I have, you know, five people behind the scenes who put my makeup on and, and did my gorgeous curls. Right. No, no, no one does that. No one puts that in their captions. So, you know, you just feel a little inadequate sometimes. And also yeah. sometimes you feel inadequate and you don't even know you feel inadequate and you don't know why. <laughs> yeah. And it's not until somebody's like points that out and you're like, Oh, okay. I didn't even know that that was happening. Also, I didn't know that that was the patriarchy happening to me at the same time. <laughs> sure. And, you know, it's a great way to feel like, oh, yeah, you're not alone. Yeah. And for women who are in the generations, you know, older than us, a lot of – they don't have the, 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 the words. No one ever gave them the words to talk about like we're we are just coming up with the words now (laughs) yeah and so obviously they weren't having these conversations when they were our age because we're just having these conversations a lot of us are just having these conversations now yeah like if i was just having these conversations in college and that was like yeah here pay twenty thousand dollars a year plus room and board to have the privilege of having these conversations. It's not like people were just having these conversations in like diners. Right. And I feel like, you know, we're a community of people who are drawn to telling our story, who are drawn to just reflection and introspection in whether it's in journaling or making art or whatever. And like, we're drawn, like you're saying with like, without the vocabulary and without like the words put to it. And then, you know, you find a community like the awesome ladies and like, especially in awesome ladies live, like whenever I've been there, I felt it in the air. Like we're all there because we love to craft and we love to talk about craft and art, but there's always more. There's always like, like, it's just like 
who's, you know, having a hard time at home and is so happy to be there to have time for themselves and who, you know, it just, like we always say with this podcast, like we connect by the paper and the craft talk, but it's like so much other conversation. And I think that, like you're saying, like Awesome Ladies, the Awesome Ladies Project is like a place that that always comes through. You've all, you've made it a community where like that kind of thing can happen and it can happen in that safe space. And then, right, like your connection just grew this with this year and it's allowing for more room for all that to happen. It's great. And the year's not even done yet. Like, you know, we transition into thinking, what do we want for next year? But like, there's still more connection to be done too. I think that's a great point. And you made me think of something that, okay, so I know we talked a lot this year about how your word home has had a real connection to you and yourself. Yeah. And I think that that's the same thing with me and, like, my word, my connection to myself has always been a real thing. Like, that is how I've always approached scrapbooking. Mm -hmm. Like, you have to have a connection to yourself in order to be this whole authentic storyteller. Right, yeah. And I think that you know, this year brought a lot of that out in a lot of people. Mm-hmm. This desire. Whether they liked it or not. <laughs> well, right, well, I mean, yeah. that's, that's, you know, a lot of people got, got confronted with a lot of truths this year right. that were hard for them. You know, whether that was, you know, being a white person and not speaking out about anti-racism is being complicit in racism. Whether it's, you know, getting laid off, getting furloughed and having, you know, money issues. Whether it's mental health issues from being stuck in your MF house for however long. Whether it's having to deal with being around your partner for 24 hours, seven days a week because you're stuck quarantined with people, whether it's food insecurity, whether it's all good examples, whether, <laughs> like whether Very it's good examples. whether it's like politics, right? I mean, well, let's, let's, let's not just blanket politics because everything is political, whether it is the people who are currently in charge of the country and it can be the actual president who is legitimately insane. It can be Congress who cannot get their shit together. Mostly the Senate, but <laughs> it's not equal. There is no equality. But also cannot get their shit together. Again, all yeah. of these things make us incredibly uncomfortable. And all of those things, when when you've been living in you know, you're distraction land or distraction land. Like I could go out, I could get this, I could, you know, you're forced to look at yourself in the mirror. You're forced to confront. Exactly. Right. And the only way to get through that tension with the world is to look at yourself and to, you know, decide how to be with yourself and decide to like yourself more and to become like 
you need to figure out what you need to do in order to like yourself more. And that connection with yourself, one of the coolest ways to do it is just like with paper and things that are fun, like stickers and markers and all of these things that we spend money on. We just need to use them. Like, right. Make it a tool for that connection. Exactly. If right. we are going to spend money in this capitalist system, we need to use the tools that we are spending money on mm-hmm. instead of just, like, not. And, like, this is not – I'm not trying to shame anyone who just, like, hoards stuff because that is not – it's not your fault. It. This is what capitalism teaches us to do. This is what society teaches us to do. It tells us that we need these things and that, you know, you just need more things in order to be happy. But in order to be happy, you just need to use the tools in order to look inward and choose how you want to be the, a better version of yourself each day. And, you know, some days you're not going to be a better version of how you were yesterday because the world is being destructo land around us. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And would would you you say like... Yeah. Would you say, like, if you're about to purchase something, if you cannot visualize how it could be implemented in the near future, like, you can't say, like, oh, I'll use this down the line, like, in 10 years. Like, if you can't visualize it before you click the checkout button, like, you probably shouldn't do it. I mean, this is another topic for another episode, but, like, that's a general That's a really good question. Because that's, I feel like that's been helping me, like, where am I going to put this? Like sometimes I'll sketch it out. Like if it's an out, if it's a piece of clothing, I won't buy it unless I know where it will apply itself. Like it's a lot of that. Like yeah, where I will I apply this? We should all have like some of those questions when we go to like spend money or like do certain things. Yeah. Having those, like having specific questions are really great things so that we also don't run into that decision fatigue thing. Right. And, sorry, there are just, like, lots of sirens for some reason. But um, I really like that. I was that. hearing them, and I was like, are they coming from me? Or no, they they're just, like, they're just, like, right, right here. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but you really liked, yeah. I, you know, I really like that question because a lot of us, and, guys, one, I used to do this all of the time and so honestly <laughs> one of the things that cured me of this is daily pages because now i just use things in daily pages and i get so much gratification out of it it's fantastic and we're going to talk about daily pages next week so i'm going to talk about all the amazing things that about our daily pages because just honestly daily pages have changed my life and i think it's just <laughs> one it's so crazy that daily pages have messed me up this much and like messed me up in like the best way. Yeah, sure. Um, because I've been scrapbooking for 20 years and this is just like some rando thing that I decided to do because I was so stressed out about awesome ladies live two years ago. Shake it up. Just gotta and shake I, it up. Like I needed, give, I needed give me something I can do in five minutes a day. And I thought I was just going to be done with it at the end of the summer. And now it's just, like, transformed lots of Love people's it. lives. And it's, Love like, it. it's ridiculous. It's, <laughs> it's just, it's so nuts. But um, anything I would ask my, that any if, if I said no to that, and, like, I couldn't use it in daily pages, 
then I would probably just like be like, oh no, Kristen, you don't need this. This is just like an, you know, your eyes are bigger than your stomach. Right. You know, your crafting stomach. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Which is uh, how I feel about like some December daily stuff. Like I still don't know what I'm doing. Oh my God, right now. Um, Maybe we can talk about that in after chatter because this is, this is Wednesday. This will go live when Thursday is the. Oh yeah, we should. We We should should. talk about that. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah, let's do that. We're gonna talk about December daily and after chatter, <laughs> and and consumerism a little bit. <laughs> well, right, and I think that that's that's the thing is that um, and when you have this, and I'm gonna get, like I want to talk about connection again with like, the thing that I love about daily pages is I have a connection with my notebook, mm-hmm. and then each time I go and I ch- I just have a new notebook today. And it's so interesting is that, like, after I do my daily pages lesson at noon, I have a little bit of break sometimes. Sometimes, I very rarely does it go until exactly 1 o'clock. And then at 1 o'clock, I jump on Instagram live. And I share my daily page for the day. And I'll say, this is what I made. Um, I started a new book today. And it felt a little weird. Because I only had the one page. Mm. And I didn't really, like, it felt like I didn't have a connection with my book yet. Mm. and I was like oh, okay yeah I just you know it's it's brand new it's just this book I only have this one page here's the front page and I, like because for the last you know two weeks I've been able to like say like here's this page I made and I can flip through the other ones and be like here's another thing I could tell you about the way I did this technique too and like here's you know here's this outline stamp that I used and here's the other time I used an outline stamp or here's this washi tape and here's the mm. other time I used washi tape and like there's this just this connection between the notebook and and myself, which is this thing that anytime I get a new, like, Ali Edwards kit or a stamp, it's like I test it out. I'll go and I'll test it out in my, my Daily Pages book. Yeah. And that's my space for practice. It's my safe zone. It's, it's this place that I go to. And I think that's one of the things that makes it such a great place for connection also in the Awesome Ladies Project is you, it, you can show up whether you have one day of scrapbook experience or 20 years of scrapbook experience it doesn't matter what your page looks like you know because no one there is no competition there's not like we're trying to make anything extraordinary it's just about being with your notebook and that connection with my notebook and that connection to myself has really grown over the last two years I love that. That's that's really insightful. The connection to the product, or like connection to like, and I and the whole time you were talking, I was like, wow, I could totally spin that, like with home. Like even yes. when I started using, like the passion planner as my new notebook, quote unquote, like whatever, as a place for my creativity. Like in the beginning, I had to figure out how to make it a home. Like it's the same thing. I had to connect to it, and so like in the light of my word this year, like. Where's the home for my creativity was a big, you know, place that I was trying to figure out with the word and my website, like, again, like any place that you create content and that you share in, whether it's a physical album, whether it's on social media, whether it's a website, like you need to feel like it's your space. And I've done that, I think, you know, to the best of my ability this year, but like also the time at home has helped me focus on that so that's been like you know kind of an inception way the word has worked out but yeah totally like 
I feel that when I get new kits too, like I get them and I know I've had some connection to them that made me buy it. But then you ha like, sometimes I just like flip through the things and try to get a feel for them and the size of them. So you're right. So that you can feel at home with different things. So interesting. But yeah, that's what we do here on Grafty Ass Female, the kind of conversations we have. Yeah. I think they're really helpful. They're helpful for me, so I don't know if they're me helpful too. for anyone else. Me too. Yeah. yeah. How do you feel like your word has helped you get through the year so far? Yeah, well, it's when I read back like my posts that set my intention, when I listen back to like our episode back in December of 2019, like I'm pretty aligned with the intention, the intentions that I had for the word. And again, that's because I've spent the past few years, like since we started this podcast, like getting to know myself better, just like you said, and like working on this foundation inside myself that I've never had before, ever, ever. So, you know, coming into this year with that sense of home inside myself, like that's why the intentions are, I feel, were so clear and that I can pretty much align the year to them because I'm in this headspace and this emotional space that is just aligned. Like, that's the word. So, right, so my intentions going into the year were pretty good even though the whole year's been flipped upside down, right? So, like, I found a home for my creativity. The quarantining actually forced Tom to live here, right? So we've been navigating this space as our home together, which like was kind of set at the start of the year, but COVID forced it. So like, that's just what happens sometimes when I pick a word, it's just like, oh, there it is. Like, duh, <laughs> you know? So that one's been, been like in my face, obvious, and then I've done a lot of like health journey stuff this year and getting, you know, my body as my home that way, which I've made a lot of strides on. I'll link to a few posts that I've posted about because like back in May and again, like what we talk about as far as last week with September being the new January, like my body goes through those cycles too. We're like in the winter, it's just like storage mode. Like I just, I know I'm going to gain weight. I know like I'm just, it's okay. So then once, you know, April, May hits and it starts getting spring, like I just get in that mode. So like I started off on this like three month health journey in May that ended in August. And then I came to August and I'm like, I guess I need another month. Like, you know, but like, so that's been a journey in and of itself, but I've been getting to know myself better through that angle. Like, what do I need to be well? And how do I achieve health when it's only downhill from here? Right. Like, you know, mid late thirties. Um, so all that's just been what I've been focusing on and I've been able to, because we've been home, you know, working from home. It's like, oh my God, like I could have never have picked like this word. Like I never would have thought that at the, at the picking of this word, but like just working from home. And I said too, like in this year, teaching has felt like I found my home with teaching and I've my stride or whatever you want to say. But that's the area, interesting enough, where I feel like my home with what teaching was, I feel like a hurricane hit it. And now it's just like a blank thing. And I'm like, where is my home in this job? So that's been a weird one, kind of where that's played out. I feel, I feel like, like you're not the only it, one with that. Yeah, but I feel like it's leveled. 
you know, what what I've built to understand about this job and how it could work. Now it's just, you know, now we got to build from the ground up again. But that's interesting. It's interesting to me. Oh, yeah. That's, I, <laughs> yeah. And I think it's going to be interesting to see, like, what, what is teaching, you know, what is the new teaching going to be? Yeah. Yeah. And I've seen, again, like, I do a lot of spying and fly on the walling via social media of teachers that are doing it various ways, too. So I, I've just been trying to figure it out for myself. But at the same time, like, teachers in the middle in middle America have a very different situation than us here. Yeah. And, and even when this is done... And, you know, who knows when it's, the, you know, what is teaching going to look like in five years? Right. Because you're still going to be teaching in five years. Mm-hmm. You know, even, you know, even if you have, even if you're married and you have a kid, even if you're married right. and you have two kids, what is teaching going to look like after you return from, you know, maternity leave for right. the first or second time? What's teaching going to look like then? Yeah. You know, who knows? Yeah. Like, it could literally look like, I mean... You could do teaching from home right. as like, you know, you end your second maternity. That could, that could exist. Right. Yeah. Who knows? So, yeah. So it's just like an interesting frontier on that part of it. Totally. But for the most part, I feel like my intentions at the beginning of the year were right on, you know, and they're just fleshing out the way they're supposed to flesh out and like now's the part of the year that you know it I the word is like phasing into me where like we always say the words just carry on like you choose a new word but you're so used to that word that it just you're still you still expand on it in your life and I'm just at that part like I'm like okay well you know, he's going to sell his apartment. He's going to officially be here. And then what? Like, then this home together is going to become what? So, like, you know, I'm just thinking of that. But, I mean, so it sounds like for the most part, our words have worked, right, right. for us. So, I mean, like, why do you think our words have, like, worked so well? I, I can imagine some listeners are like, my word went out the window. Like, once March hit? Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like. In general, for me, my words have always been the word. I talk about that all the time. And this is just another year as proof of that. But I wonder why some people's words work, some don't. I don't know. That's a good question. Um, I think think sometimes people pick words that they want to work, but they don't want to put in the work. Mm. And then they just pick aspirational words or they pick words that don't align with their life. Yeah. Interesting. And, or they pick words that are too broad. Or they pick words and then they assign meanings to those words that don't, that aren't part of their life. Hmm. Like you could have picked home and decided that meant you needed to buy a house. Right. Right. And if that's what you decided it meant, then this meant your word was a failure. Yeah. Right. I could have meant, you know, I could have decided that my word was a failure because I didn't have my in-person retreats and I I don't have, you know, 10 brand new in-person Michigan friends that I don't communicate with in person. I hear what you're saying. That's a good point because it's like 
you pick the word and you set intentions, but then you kind of ride the wave of the word. And then you have to like either make little choices with the word in mind to kind of steer it like you're on a boogie board, but you're also riding the wave of the word. Like I feel that. I feel that throughout the year, like it's a, a pull and a push as far as when I'm in control and when the word's in control. Right. And I think a lot of people choose in January the word health. Or the word loss. And they're like, I'm going to lose 50 pounds. Mm. You're probably not going to do it. Right. To be completely honest. It's too pigeonholed. Well, it's really hard to lose 50 pounds. Yeah. It's it's a very difficult thing to do. Right. Right. Like, it's it's just a very difficult thing to do. Yeah. And unless that is the one thing you're going to do. Yeah. You're probably not going to do it. Like, it can't mm-hmm. be, like, the fifth or sixth thing on your to-do list. Right. Oh, yeah, I'm just going to, in, like, in my spare time, I'm going to lose 50 pounds. Right. That's that's not how it works. In order to lose 50 pounds, you need to, one, you need to not have health problems that cause you to not be able to lose 50 pounds. Yeah. Which is, you know, <laughs> yeah. n- like, that. that's number one. Yeah. You need to control every single thing you eat, which means... You probably need to be making at least two, if not three meals a day at home. How much time, you know, I love cooking and I don't cook three meals a day at home. Right. Yeah. I have friggin' breakfast cookies. Yeah. Because I, and I, and I, I work at home. Like I yeah. literally could, it, and, and I have a, a, two sicknesses that are better if I cook my meals, and I, but I don't, I don't have the time. We don't have the time. Like, we literally live in a society that causes us to not have the time, but pressures us to try to complete these goals and tells us that if we don't do these things, then we're failures. Right. And you also have to, if you're a woman, you also have to exercise. Right. And if you're a woman over a certain age, then these things are significantly harder because of hormones. Sure. And so you are setting yourself up for failure. Yeah. And Allie, because one little word is Allie's, right? But I'm not to worry. I'll say that in the post. But um, Allie always talks about the project of choosing a word for one little word as a guide. And like when something is a guide, you're exploring an idea. You're seeing like, oh, the idea of the notion of this word, I wonder what, like, it's a very foggy thing at the beginning. You get a sense, it's like a, a foggy light that, that you then have to kind of keep walking forward and see if the light gets any clearer or not. Like, to say, to attach a word to a definite goal that has a definite, like, measurable, like, thing, like, it, it, then you're right. Like, it's almost like, well, you either do or you don't. But when you pick a word and an idea as a guide, there is no do or don't. You're just feeling out the idea of it in your life. So I think that's why for you and I, it always feels like this year especially feels like it's worked, quote unquote, because we are feeling out the idea of the word. And then we make little adjustments and changes and and. Uh, reflections on where the word might be applying. And we're like, oh yeah, there it is. Oh yeah, this is where it goes. So like, right. I think that's where people get tripped up and why their word doesn't work sometimes. Right. And and you have to remind yourself that you are in so little control of so much that goes mm-hmm. on in your life that if you, like again, like my little, my one little word is connection. I have no control over 
other people. I have zero control over other people. So I can't rely on my word 100% being about connection with other people. Because if those other people don't want to connect with me, I can't force that connection. So I have to look for connection in other things. I have to look for connection with myself. I have to look for connection with my art. I have to look for connection, you know, with community at large. And so I know a lot of people, you know, pick words like, you know, communicate or, you know, you know, love in that, Mm -hmm. in that way that, you know, I need to mend ties with other people. Sure. Remember, you can only control certain things. And so you can't control other people. You can't control the weather. You can't control the country. You can't control family members. And picking a word has to be like, you know, it's just that thing that strings along with you. Mm-hmm. And it's not about setting those concrete goals. It's not about, you know, one of the best things that you can do to, if you want to, one little wo- one little word is not about goal setting right if you want to hear about goal setting you should go and listen to our book club podcast the bite-sized book club uh the episodes of elise joy's book um big dreams daily joys it's the second season right i believe so yeah because we did uh keep going first Yeah, yeah yeah second season of the book club um that's a goal setting like that's that's goal setting and Elise breaks down, like, she breaks it down really well. One little word is about, you know, just having kind of that, like, you know, lighthouse. You know, if, if you imagine yourself as, like, a, a little ship, and you are shipping yourself up the <laughs> coast, and you are like, oh, yeah, I know that I'm not going to ram into the coast because that's a lighthouse up there. Right. Instead of just, like, my goal is to get up to the coast as fast as the top of the coast as fast as possible. That's my goal. And the only thing I care about is the goal. And it's like, no, you just have this word with you and you're going to have the word the whole year. And it's meant to guide you. And it's going to show up a couple of ways throughout the year. And like, if you take Allie's class, Allie has some really good prompts. She has some great ways that you can, creatively use this word throughout the year to try to help you figure out you know how am I using this word in my life what ways can I you know extract this word Mm -hmm. what ways is this showing up and the one um the one that she has today is really cool the September one is really cool it's a new one for this year and it's it's awesome um but it's not a goal-setting workshop right it's not a goal-setting word it's not like this year i will do this yeah it's it's more like tricks to get aware of yourself yes again that connection to yourself just like awareness she always tries to heighten your awareness of your life the stories in your life yes which is why she's so awesome yeah this has been fantastic i love this episode i'm really excited for our words i have no idea what my word is gonna be i know I love that episode every year. <laughs> oh my god! Hopefully, I don't have like a nervous breakdown like I did. Was that last year or the year before? Two years ago, when it came to you in the morning, project and project. Oh yeah, it was because that was it. Oh, it was. I, I flipped through my December daily the other day, 
And it's like all it's like all over that two two days of December daily. It's oh my god, <gasps> that December daily is so good. My 2018 December daily is so good. Oh my god, it makes me it. it makes me want to get a three by eight. Well, we're gonna talk. Okay, we're gonna talk about December daily. And we need chatter. to because I've been binge watching old Ali Edwards like flip throughs and process videos, and it's 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 gotten bad. This has been my <laughs> way to like ignore the teacher stress and like zone out for a minute bit literally at night binge watching <laughs> it's crazy we got to talk about it let's go that's uh that's funny okay yeah. after chatter december daily we will be back next week with an episode on daily pages i'm really excited to talk about them i i have so much to tell you they have changed my life it's ridiculous i don't even like i don't even say that stuff I, I know it's so ridiculous. I sound so much like a an infomercial. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm I'm like, oh my god, who's the guy that died on the airplane? The the guy from the infomercials. You're asking the wrong person. I don't know this random trivia. You need to be in Cash Cab. I don't know, Kristen. <laughs> what? He used to like ring out the things. Hold on. You know, hey there. Name of guy here. Billy Mays? Billy Mays, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Found hey dead. Oh, man. Hey there, Billy Mays here. Yeah, exactly. Hey there, Kristen here <laughs> to tell you about Deli Pages. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> so that's what you get. If you listen to the end of the show, you get that. So we will be back next week with Daily Pages. It's going to be fantastic. You're going to learn so much. And literally 15 reasons why you need to do daily pages. It's going to, like, make you go through all the stuff in your stash. It's going to be, like, it's it's so good. Okay. Daily pages next week. December daily. And after chatter, we love you. You are amazing. Happy September. Oh, boy. I know. <laughs> all right. Have a fantastic week, guys. And we will talk to you soon. Bye. <laughs>